too busy to cook? Don't want a grocery shop? Take back your life. Let Witnessing Nature and Food provide you and your family with eco-conscious, organic, tasty, nutritious meals. Headed by internationally trained chef Jennifer Johnson, you will enjoy the helpful food your body craves. Choose from meal prep, meal plans, catering, or cooking class services. Just go to witnessingnature.net. Witnessingnature.net. It's what's in the food that matters. Eat organic. Witnessing nature in everything. Welcome to our Food to Love podcast. I am your host, Chef Jennifer, with Witnessing Nature and Food. I am dedicated to building a health as wealth community so that we can all live happy, healthy, fulfilled lives. The company is Witnessing Nature and Food. We are deliberate using distinct ingredients, organically grown and cleanly made in all aspects of delivery of our food and education. We help everyone understand and shift our relationships with healthy food through food services and educational seminars and cooking classes. We promote locally sourced organic, sustainable food, providing you and your community with a fantastic experience for all of your celebration needs. After all, as communities, we tend to commune the best over and around food, so it should be food to love. Today, my guest is the wonderful and lovely Sherry Weller, who is next month spending her 13th year with Arbonne. She's an EMVP in the organization. Sherry and I have taught classes together in a variety of areas, as well as we've been uh, health and wellness coaches in the Be Well organization that is run by Carmen Ray. Um, To Sherry's customers, I've provided ideas on how to make easy, healthy foods, and I'm so excited to have you, Sherry, on the show today. And we can have a lot of fun with Food to Love, especially coming into February, the month of uh, love and food and all of us getting together to commune. So welcome. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and honored that you asked me to be part of your, your show. I love your vision and I love your mission. And really, it's all about changing lives, one person at a time, one bite at a time. Isn't it true? It's like in small steps. Everybody thinks that we're going to have to wake up January 1 and we're going to end up in this uh, new year and we're going to like totally change our lives. Like we're going to be reprogrammed like in the matrix. You just plug in the new program, right? And really changes happen one small step at a time. Yes. And I mean, it's January 24th and by now most people who had the, the resolution at New Year's to either lose weight or be healthier, they've probably already fallen off because it is so overwhelming, especially if you try and do everything all at one time. I know, right? Well, let's get into this. So tell me what, or tell all of us, what inspired you to start your healthy products and clean eating habits? Well, actually it was quite by accident. Um, You know, when I first started Arbonne about 13 years ago, I thought I was healthy, but I really didn't understand what health and wellness meant. Um, you know, I, I started with skin care and realizing that personal care and skin care, all of that matters, what we put on our skin. And then about six years ago, Arvon introduced a comprehensive nutrition line. And so I felt like I needed to learn more and use the products. You know, when I went to the grocery store, I thought I knew how to read labels, but I was really just reading calories and carbs and sodium. I wasn't really taking a a clean look at ingredients and not realizing how crucial the ingredients are to actual nutrition. And so they came out with this 30 days to feeling fit program. It's not a diet. It's really just adding nutrition. And so I decided, okay, for 30 days, I'm going to do this program. I'm going to see what this is all about because there was quite a buzz. And honestly, I haven't looked back in six years. You know, I saw an amazing difference after 30 days, just like what I was saying, just making some small shifts. I noticed a huge difference in my energy, completely changed my cravings. And then I've just been on this journey to learn more and help others understand, understand nutrition really for the past six years. And, and some of the things that you and I have taught classes on together is really about um, what is 
real versus marketing terms and all the food that is on our shelves to eat, right? Absolutely. There's um, a lot of money in the food industry and a lot of marketing, and it's not always about what's doing right by the customers. It's a lot of times what's going to make the most money, especially when we look at sugar and added sugar and artificial sweeteners. Or the word um, We could probably spend the whole... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, about two years yeah. ago, I saw a commercial that said milk naturally from a cow. And I'm like, no way. I'm like, seriously, <laughs> this is a marketing thing. Because where else do you think milk comes from? Okay, it comes from goats and um, buffalo or animals, mammals in general. But the right. milk we have in our, in our, unless it's an almond milk or a coconut milk, um, for people that have dairy allergies, I mean, honestly, it comes from a cow. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I did do six years ago is I gave up dairy. You know, I I never thought that I was lactose intolerant or anything like that. But what I noticed when I gave it up, oh, my gosh, I had so much more energy. Um, I I didn't feel nearly as inflamed or bloated after drinking milk or eating cheese. And, you know, I've actually substituted my cow's cheese and dairy with – either goat cheese or, you know, there's um, vegan cheese cheeses that cheese. I think are really good. better. Yes, you're yeah. right. I mean, the problem so with true. dairy these days is just all of the hormones and the steroids and the antibiotics and what our cows are given. Um, it was different, you know, 40, 50 years ago when cows were farmed naturally, but now they're just, again, it goes back to how much can we produce, how much money can we make and, you know, just watch any of the documentaries, and I promise you're, you're not going to want to be drinking cow's oh, milk I've all the time. I've seen a couple. Yeah, they're very sad. But, you know, I grew up in a dairy farm, so I don't know if you knew that about me, but I grew up in a dairy farm, and we did not treat our cows the way I've seen them treated in um, the documentaries. But also, too, I will tell you that when I grew up on a dairy farm, we did not have milk from the store. We made our own cheese, and we got milk, and um, I'll tell you, seriously, I was not having any problem whatsoever with any kind of dairy products. But as soon as we moved into the city and we started getting our milk mm-hmm. from plastic bottles, I think that, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this TED Talk or not, but Jamie Oliver does a really good TED Talk about the amount of sugar that we put in kids' milk or that kids get just from milk right. in school, K through sixth grade. I mean, so in a mm-hmm. whole year, he throws a whole wheelbarrow of sugar on the on the stage just to show if you had your recommended daily servings that the FDA says you should have every day, that a small child in the kindergarten age will drink a wheelbarrow full of sugar in a year. Wow. So, yeah, you're not surprising. That's white milk. That's not even including the chocolate milk that they all love. That's so <laughs> when, when I was a kid, we had strawberry milk, too, but they don't have that so much now. But, yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely a true statement. So, yeah, I just totally love, you know, I think we're both aligned on the vision and the mission. But, you know, one question I have never asked you and I'm curious about is out of all the dietary info and products in the market, after all, it's a, you know, the health, the health and exercise or the diet and exercise industry is about a $30 billion industry, right? Why did you select Arbonne? Yes. Well, again, it, almost by accident, but not um, – but I, I stick with it. You know, I, when I started 13 years ago, didn't really even know that much about nutrition. But the more that I started to learn and the more I started doing research on other companies out there, the more confident I became in what Arbonne was doing. Um, they have a very stringent ingredient policy um, for all of their products, which really boils down to being pure, safe, and beneficial. And I just, I completely trust their products. You know, when it comes to nutritional products, obviously there's a lot of choices. You go into any grocery store, health food store, um, but you, you're not always certain what's going into the products. Again, you know, the, the sugar in it, we don't know where the protein is sourced from or what other kind of fillers are in there. And what I love about, you know, the Arbonne products is it's not – they're not diet foods. It's not about losing weight. It's about getting healthy. So the products, they're all plant-based and they're vegan. 
although I'm not a vegan and you don't have to be a vegan to enjoy them, but they are dairy-free if that is a concern. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of um, people that have gluten sensitivities. You know, again, 40, 50 years ago, that wasn't a big deal. Today, it's a big deal. So the products are gluten-free. They're free of soy. Um, they're low glycemic. So people that have blood sugar issues can, can deal with them. They're kosher, which is one of the, the hardest certifications to get um, oh, yes. because Absolutely. they are clean. Yeah, um, I'm an organic chef, and I, I don't do kosher. It's hard. It, it's very difficult. So the products are kosher, which just means that it's clean, um, super clean. Um, we don't have the artificial sweeteners or flavors or colors or the, the trans fats, cholesterols that are in so many of the other um, products out on the market. And what I do love is, you know, we live in a very toxic environment, obviously, and we get toxins through our lungs, through our skin, and through the food that we eat. And so having antioxidants and, and that type of thing is very important to fight off um, the toxins. So having a botanically-based product that um, is full of antioxidants and enzymes and prebiotics, it gives maximum effectiveness. And, I mean, for me personally, I've seen amazing results, but, you know, through the past six years, I've coached hundreds of people that have not only improved their health, they've improved their um, test results, blood tests or, you know, sugar testing, all those types of things. That The test results are a very, you know, um, interesting topic. But let me touch back on one thing that you mentioned earlier, and I didn't want to interrupt you on, but soy-free. Having something be soy-free, considering 90% of the U.S. market of soy production is GMO. And it's yes. very hard to find. I mean, I have a few customers that I cook specific tofu products for, and it is twice as if not more, three times more expensive to get non-GMO soy tofu than it is for me to get the, the, to get the GMO version. Yep. And soy is kind of like sugar. It's in everything. I never realized how how prevalent it was in you know, salad dressings. And it's a filler. There's so much sodium in it, too. Um, there, there really are not a whole lot of health benefits to it, other than the fact that it is vegan <laughs> and it is from a plant. The problem, though, as you said, is that um, it's genetically modified. And what they're finding is it's, um, there's a lot of estrogen in the soy, so um, that's it's wreaking havoc with people's hormones. And so True I really statement. try and steer free of soy, and I recommend to my clients that, you know, they look at the ingredients because, again, it's in so many just processed foods that we have. True, st- true statement, yep, and there's a lot of fermentation in it, and so a lot of people promote it as being a probiotic, right, because it's a fermented product. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And and then you have to look at really what what does that really mean? So it's just there's so many things that, and I think that's one of the reasons why marketing organizations are really able to take over is because of the fact that then we don't have to educate ourselves about what is really in our food because it is complex. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to my cow it, example. It's extremely of the milk, complex. Right? Yeah. Let's go back to the cow. And so it talks, let's say, okay, milk's totally natural from a cow, fine. But it doesn't talk about did the feed that the cow eat, was it organic? Was it corn-based? Was it grass-fed? And then it doesn't talk about with the grass that they fed or the, or the feed that they gave them, did they put it with a bunch of insecticides and um, other products? Um, and, you know, so it just kind of goes back to, I mean, are they even treating the ground properly? So that's, I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. where we get into the complexities of, you know, yes, I can say that this is natural, but you got to go back to where it started from. Exactly. And I mean, our soil has been so depleted over the years too. We aren't getting the same nutrients that we did get years ago from, from the farms. Right. So it it becomes really difficult, especially as a consumer, if you're not educated to just buy into what's easy and convenient because we're all so busy. But there are so many great alternatives. You know, just because we say, you know, try and go dairy-free or, or soy-free, just because you go, you get rid of one thing doesn't mean you can't replace it with something that's better. Like for the soy sauce, 
there are amino acids out there that are much healthier, much lower in sodium, but do the same job. Um, True as a statement. Soy or even just go to tamari. Soy, just do soy, sodium-free tamari. Yes. Start with that. Right. Exactly. So true. And, and then, go and ahead. even with the gluten-free and, and the pastas, because when I, I I did go gluten-free about six years ago too. I, I cheat every now and then, but um, you know, for me, the pasta. I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to give up pasta? Because I love pasta. And the truth is, I found so many better alternatives. I mean, there are so many different gluten-free pastas that are actually healthy. I mean, there's lentil and black bean and quinoa that actually have protein and have nutrition exactly. in have you tried it. I mean, your basic pasta? pasta. No, I haven't. Oh, I'll get you some farro. Try some farro farro pasta. It's fantastic. Yeah, I would <laughs> and love then, to. Let's say you couldn't <laughs> and have I love trying, you know, hearing all these things and trying new things. Um, and as I said, my cravings and my taste buds have completely changed over the years. And, you know, instead of craving the sugary types of things that I used to crave, you know, I crave the greens and I, I crave the protein and that type of thing. So it just, it makes such a difference in, as I said, energy and health. Um, yeah, I you could know, go on. <laughs> now that you mentioned that, it's really funny that you say that because, um, I forget how many years ago I went started doing organic, but there was a time, and I kind of blame my generation. I know your kids are just now going into college and stuff, but um, my kids are grown, and I remember, you know, I let them do Boy Scouts and football and soccer and baseball and every sport and knowing demand, right, and and every event they wanted to do, and we were going through the drive-thru, so I kind of blame my generation for this kind of the other side of moving away from organic um, food into the really processed and people are demanding uh, processed food because we wanted to give our kids all of these things that they could do. There was just so much stuff to do and kids wanted to do everything. And we said, yes. Mm-hmm. So and we had no time. We had no time. Right. And I grew up, my mom was at home. And so we had family dinners every night. This generation doesn't because as you said, so many activities and you have two parents working or single parent households. And it just, you know, at the end of the day, it is much easier to go to the middle of a grocery store and get something that's prepackaged and you can throw it in the microwave. And so it's just about educating this generation that, yes, that's easier now, but you're going to be paying for it later. That's a true statement. And I'll tell you, even when I went to went organic, you know, I could go through a drive through before and just pick up whatever. Right. And and. I would probably tell you I was even even more of a spoiler mom because I would go through whatever drive through the kids wanted. And I had three kids, and they wanted to do different things. And <laughs> exactly, and I would just do it, and I would, and then I go through a fourth one because I wanted something else. But um, that being the case, I mean, today after eating organic for so long and not having fast food, um, honestly, I can't stand the smell of them. I go in, I and I, if I was to go in, I drive past them. They smell horrible. It makes me sick. Mhm. And I will admit on occasion I have stopped for my son because he does not love healthy eating. And so, yes, sometimes it is just easier to give in, which I blame myself. Um, but the other night, same thing. I had to have both my windows down in the car because I thought it smelled so bad. Yeah. It's just amazing how when we do change our habits, I just wanted to reiterate, when we do change our habits, the old thing we used to crave got replaced with something else that is better for us, and and we don't crave those things anymore. It just takes some time to get it out of our system. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I've gone back, and for me, I was never really the, the salty type of person. I was more of the chocolate chip cookies or brownies or, you know, the sweet. And now if I have something with the processed sugar or something super sweet. The first bite tastes good. The second bite is okay. And I can go for a third bite because by then it just doesn't even taste good. No, I know what you mean. I mean, I was telling, um, being a chef, I was telling a friend of mine the other day, she says, it must be hard for you to eat out. I said, well, because of the fact I cook for people all the time, I have to make better choices when eating out if I decide I want to eat out. But I do my meal prep like every Monday because that's usually my Saturday or my Sunday. And um, mm-hmm. 
And I do my meal prep every Monday so that I can mix and match my proteins and starches and then add fresh vegetables to them so I can be eating in 10 minutes versus making a bad choice. Or if I do go out, if I do go out, then I know I have a list of, within walking distance, I have a list of probably three restaurants that I can go to and I can sit down and have a nutritious meal, which is, which is really, which is really nice. But a lot of people Definitely. eat out every night and they go to places that aren't good for them. And that's just, it's, it's such a shame, especially when, I mean, I did a class, I did a class, um, I guess it's been two weeks ago now. I think I need to start getting my, I think that's an action item I need to do is I need to get my next class all set up. But anyways, um, I did a class two weeks ago with Troy over and he was on our podcast a couple weeks ago too, the Troy over at true garden. And um, we did a class on prebiotics and probiotics, him being a pharmacist. Um, we talked about mm-hmm. how good probiotics are for you and then how if you get your prebiotics, that really by getting your prebiotics and eating your prebiotics, which you really need about five grams of fiber a day, which is not that much, that you take all those bad bacteria that are in your stomach and you give them something to eat so that your good, so that your good bacteria can continue to digest your food and, and do good things for you. So I like the fact that, you know, the Arbonne products have their pre and probiotics in there already because you need both. You can't have one without the other. Exactly. And I will tell you, um, because so much happens in our gut, I mean, our immune system is in our gut, our serotonin is, or is in our gut. If you want to be healthy and happy, you have got to start with your gut and take care of your gut. And knock on wood, I will tell you, I have not been sick a day in six years because I am diligent about taking it every single day. And I know that my body is in an alkaline state because I've gotten rid of a lot of the acidic and inflammatory foods and have replaced them with things that are, are alkaline. And, you know, taking those pre and probiotics, you know, I would bet money that that is one of the key reasons why I haven't been sick. When my family's sick or people around me are sick, I don't even worry. Those are very good points. But let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about pre and probiotics and getting them from your food, as well as talk a little bit about over the counter, um, over the counter um, vitamins and so on and how important it is to pick the right ones. Okay. Okay, perfect. Talk back to you in just a second. Are you a speaker who has an inspiring, insightful message that will help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? If the answer is yes, we invite you to become a pro member of the eWomen Speakers Network. We have over 500,000 women connected through 118 chapters spread across North America. We're looking for speakers to share their wisdom and breakthrough ideas. Go to eWomenNetwork.com and join our speakers network. The benefits for pro speakers are incredible. Go to eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to Food to Love. I am your host, Chef Jennifer, with Witnessing Nature and Food. And again, I am so excited to be here with my friend and the lovely Sherry Weller. Um, We're going to talk a little bit more about pre and probiotics and uh, over-the-counter supplements. So Sherry, awesome. I, I know, huh? So, I mean, uh, <laughs> over-the-counter supplements are something that is a very interesting topic because I would have to say it's probably been four or maybe five years ago that I learned that, you know, 80% of our supplements were sourced from China and have a lot of fillers in it versus, and they have a lot of dead vitamins in them versus having good vitamins in them and actually spending a little bit more. So I know that a lot of times we hear on TV or whatever or read and see an article that says, oh, you have to have more probiotics. However, getting probiotics that have 10 million uh, good bacteria in it or 30 billion good bacteria in it, if it costs you $1.99, they may not be good for you. (laughs) 
Exactly. And, you know, unfortunately here in the United States, the FDA um, doesn't regulate this industry probably as much as they should. Um, Again, it's a big business. And, you know, you said 80%, I think, is sourced in um, China. Well, about 80% of over-the-counter vitamins end up in our sewers, too. They don't necessarily do what they're supposed to do because our bodies can't break them down because of the fillers. Um, a, a lot of the gummy vitamins, yes, they taste good, but, you know, check the ingredients. They've got the added sugar. They've got, you know, artificial colors. Um, and then it's a gelatin, which is an animal byproduct as well. Um, don't even need to go into the details of what gelatin is, but very difficult for your bodies to digest. So when you're looking at over-the-counter supplements, um, especially vitamins in particular, and even the the probiotics, um, you want to look at, there's something called an ORAC score. And what that um, measures is how well your body absorbs the, the nutrients. And so you can be taking all of these vitamins, but your body, if your body doesn't absorb them, and it flushes them down in the sewer where a lot of them are found, then you're really just, you know, no pun intended, but flushing your money down the toilet. So you want to have, you know, a high ORAC score, you know, six, 7,000 at least for your vitamins. You can even do like little um, tests because they should absorb within about 30 minutes of ingesting. And if you want to put them in like a little uh, apple cider vinegar or even water, most of the time they will be floating up at the top, especially the ones that have the um, the gelatin capsules. It's really difficult yeah. for those to absorb. Um, and then with the probiotics, yes, there are tons of them out there because it's a huge thing right now to have good gut health. And, you know, you're talking about the millions and the billions um, some need to be refrigerated, some don't. Some, um, you know, sometimes the ones that need to be refrigerated, they lose their potency. That's why you need to refrigerate them. So it's just, again, it's a matter of educating yourself, finding out um, the, the source of them, and then how well they absorb. You know, I can speak, obviously, to Arbonne's because it's a powder. Um, it doesn't need to be uh refrigerated and basically the the prebiotics and probiotics and there actually are digestive enzymes too to help um, break down food and absorb they don't activate until they hit the gut so that's an important thing too it's almost like um, a because they need the, they need the co- enzymes in your stomach to activate them right so they can bond to them yes mm-hmm and, and the prebiotics are the food for the probiotics and um, you know, when it's in sync and working properly, it's a beautiful thing because then you are healthy and happy. And I think that one thing that people don't realize, too, is that I don't care if you eat 30 billion probiotics a day, and let's say you get your 10 grams of prebiotics a day. Let's say that all works in bright and you think you're doing the right thing. If you go and you decide you want to go party with your friends for the weekend, then you know what? You've killed yeah, a lot of those probiotics in your stomach with alcohol. Or if you're a super sugar lover, then you're killing those probiotics in your stomach. Or let's say you catch a cold and you have to go on antibiotics. You still have to regenerate all of those probiotics in your stomach so that you can make sure that you maintain that perfect balance. And it may take a few days to catch back up. Yes. And I'm so glad you brought up antibiotics because that really weakens the immune system. So, I mean, obviously they're very important to fight off illnesses and that type of thing. But the the longer you go on antibiotics and the more times you go on them, the the weaker your immune system. And so you really need to pump up the probiotics then to improve your immune system, which, again, is in your gut. I think that I've seen when I was a kid, if you were not dying of 103 to fever, my mom didn't take you to the doctor. She gave you to... She sent you to bed. She gave you tons of water, some tea, and um, you didn't get cough syrup. You got uh, um, ginger tea with honey and in it. And um, it, unless you got a really high fever, 
Yeah. And I mean, that's the healthy way. But again, we've gotten so accustomed to just putting band-aids on things and that's what the, the cough syrups and the antibiotics and they all do that. And, you know, they're temporary fixes. All right, let me do the commercial break. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back to Food to Love. I am your host, Chef Jennifer, with Witnessing Nature and Food. And I'm, again, so excited to be here with Sherry Weller. Um, And we had a little bit of a um, uh, technical difficulties, and we are back after our commercial. And I think that we finished up with probiotics and so on, but if we did not, please text us or email us, and we will be more than happy to get any additional information back to you that you guys would like to have. But we're going to continue on with uh, maybe some different topics to end up our end up our show. So um, I do a Sherry. I do a Try It Tuesday for my viewers to get people to try other options for food that they may have never tried before. And I just did one on dill yesterday because I had a whole I'm classroom right? of students that had never had dill before. Oh, fun! So how do you, I mean, I know that you said that your one son doesn't like to necessarily eat healthy, and, and so, you know, we all have that child. I, I think my middle son still <laughs> eats off of divider plates, and he doesn't let his food touch, But um, nor does he eat green things. But um, tell me, about how do you get people you know, your friends, your customers, or even your family excited about trying different things with food? Well, I think, you know, the education piece is really important, but um, appearance, I think, is important too. And you do such a great job with uh, your presentation. I'm not nearly as inta- uh, as talented, but I do a lot of searching on the internet for recipes. And I just recently got an instant pot, so I've been trying things with that. Um, just because, you know, I would eat the same things all the time. I'm pretty boring, but I don't want everyone else to be bored too. So I think it's just. It, it does take time, um, but just looking for things that look good and sound good, but also have nutritional value as well. You know, my stepson, he really made a, and his dad, McKelly, sent me a, the note picture the other day, is he took risotto and he basically put it on top of a bed of arugula with some cherry tomatoes around it and took a picture and they sent it to me. It was just beautiful. Oh. I was like super excited about how great it looked. That's awesome. So I know you're right. Yeah, we you haven't gotten that. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we haven't gotten that um, creative yet, but that does sound delicious. And I think, you know, just getting your family involved with the meal planning, you know, I've tried to, you know, take my son to the grocery store and say, you know, have him look online for recipes because I do want things that, they're going to be excited about eating and not, oh no, another night of mom's cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. And I actually, you know, Mike, I like when, I like when the family cooks together, really. It's, it's really nice when everybody helps because we get done faster. We can have conversation and guess what? If you are um, using your two hands to cut, chop and cook with, you can't talk on your cell phone. You actually have to talk to each other. Yes, isn't that a novel idea? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, I have one uh, a curiosity for you because you know, um, I know you care about this too, but you know also that I do like um, eco-consciousness stuff. And yes. um, one thing that I learned, I mean, I've done, I haven't used dryer sheets in years. I use um, a tablespoon of vinegar, it gets rid of all the chemicals out of your that are in the dryer sheets and static cling is gone. And if you don't like the smell of vinegar, add some basil or some mint to it and it, it won't smell like, it won't smell like white vinegar. 
But the one thing I was reading an article about from Earth 911 the other day was you put a tennis ball in the dryer and it helps keep the, the clothes from sticking together. It sounds a little noisier, but it helps keep mm. the clothes from sticking together so that they get dry faster and you use less energy. Isn't that interesting? I love that. I had never heard that before. I'll have to go get some tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that you also have to remember, when I was looking at the tennis balls, you have to look at the ones because you're going to be adding water to them. If you use the fluorescent green ones, I'm afraid that it might get some color on your clothes. So just be a little careful yeah. with, the, with, the color, with the colors of the things. Otherwise, you could have some surprises in your laundry. Um, yeah. But I know that you mentioned when we were talking earlier about your passion for you know, what you put in your body, but what you also put on your body. So what is a tip that you might have for everybody about how to remove chemicals from their life? Well, one of the, the most um, toxic things that we can do and put on our skin is our dry, cleaned clothing. Um, you know, if you've noticed, there's finally some organic cleaners popping up. But um, if you go into any of the, you know, just traditional dry cleaning stores, I've even seen people wearing masks in there because of all the toxic chemicals. Yes, your clothes look beautiful afterwards and they're nice and clean, but um, they are full of toxic and, you didn't have and to, what we put. And you didn't have to iron them. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh, I would much rather have them do all of that for me. But um, at the same time, you don't want those chemicals touching your skin. And so what I've, um, you know, in my research come to find out is if you remove the plastic and just let your clothes air out for a day or two. That will really help reduce the chemicals against your skin. And then, you know, you, you, most people don't even think about the products that you use on a daily basis, whether it's your cleaning products or your personal care products, you know, from head to toe. You know, you're washing your hair, you're washing your face, you're washing your hands. You know, all those antibacterial soaps are extremely drying and they strip the, the oils from your skin. Um, and they've, and they have and a lot they've of now toxins. proven that they've now proven that the toxins inside of antibacterial soap um, are more harmful for you than anything else, as well mm-hmm. as the antibacterial soap has done nothing but bring us a new strain of bacteria because it's it's creating some mutant bacteria. It's not causing the nearly the amount of uh, health benefits that everybody thought it was going to create. I mean, I just published, I think I just uh, wrote in one of my blogs a, a thing about the CDC and their study. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You know, you think we're taking care of ourselves and being clean, but we're actually putting more into our body, more harm than good. Um, sunscreens, you know, lots of chemicals in in sunscreens it's really difficult to find a mineral-based sunscreen versus a chemical-based sunscreen again you know your your sunburn is going to be safer in some instances than putting on a you know level 50 spf that has all the toxins in it so it's just again it's a matter of educating yourselves you know looking for things like parabens and phthalates and you know um, words that you can't pronounce on the back of your labels. And if there's, you know, a hundred different ingredients, most likely a lot of them haven't been tested. Um, again, going back to the U.S. standards, they're very low for these types of products. Um, the I, average I woman know. I mean, uses, I was just going to say, no, you know, the average woman uses. uses about 515 low-level toxins every single day before she leaves the house. So that's, you know, your hair care and, you know, if you use your um, mousse or gel or hairspray, you know, probably four or five different hair products and skincare, cosmetics. Cosmetics are extremely toxic. Um, a lot of lipsticks have been found to have lead in them and just, you know, things that are Isn't not that meant funny? to be put was, on our skin. Mention that. I was going to mention that early that is that, you know, lead has been banned from your paint in your house. However, right. that, we put it on that, our lips. That, <laughs> exactly. That, that ban has not moved over to the FDA. It is in the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, but the EPA and the FDA don't share their lists. <clears throat> so we yeah. have lead in our lipstick. It's mm-hmm. just so amazing the amount of crap that we have and that we just don't know about, but we buy on price, which is what creates the demand for having cheap products and cheap products are made through chemicals 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not only price, but it's marketing. You know, none of the marketing really is out there saying, hey, check out our ingredients. They're awesome. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, truth to having this person, you know, this uh, famous spokesperson endorses it. Um, you true, know, I don't true. even get but me you know, started on Gatorade and that type of thing, you know, which is oh, yeah, all yeah, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be here for another two days because I got a lot yes. to say about that too. But, um, <laughs> you know, the one thing that I think that we missed talking about earlier is both of our loves for the environmental um, working group because they have for food the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. And so right. you can know where you want to spend your organic money on the clean on the dirty dozen, right? And they also mm-hmm. have an app on your phone that if you scan in the barcode of the personal product that you're using or in the cleaning product for your house or whatever, if that company has reported it, then it'll give you a one to five rating as to how healthy it is for you and how many chemicals are in it. So I think right, that and I will is, say I think that that is a super wonderful app, and I use it every time I get something that I don't know what it is. And for the most part, it is an excellent resource. Um, although I have heard, and maybe this has changed, but there are some companies that pay to be on there. So again, it's just it's important to do your research and make sure that um, it's not a, a pay-to-play type of situation. Well, that's a, that's a true statement. And, you know, there are people that are not on there because they don't want to report their their findings. I would rather have somebody mm-hmm. say to want to be on there and yeah. have their stuff rated as a three. Then, mm-hmm. by the way, the number the lower the number, the better, everybody. But um, having somebody <laughs> rated as a three than not have it reported on there at all. Because that makes me right. feel a little weird about the fact that they, that they don't. Um, but anyways, yeah, back to read the, instru- read the ingredients. And if you can't yes. pronounce them, and they have 17 syllables, probably not good for you. Right. I mean, you can Google it and see what it says. But, I mean, again, be careful on what's out there on the Internet because there's so much stuff. Absolutely. And I think it's, just, it's really important to, you know, find somebody that is knowledgeable, that you trust, whether it's Jennifer, whether it's myself, whether it's, it's your best friend, and, you know, because there is so much marketing, so much information out there, it's important to, you know, yes, educate yourself. But if you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't have time to read every food ingredient, every ingredient on my shampoo and that type of thing, you know, find somebody that is knowledgeable, somebody you can trust, find a company you can trust. And that will take a lot of the, the pain out of, you know, doing the research. That's a true statement. But then, you know, not everything on Google is, is factual either. So I guess you're right. You know, right. people still buy from people and people still want to. If they if they really want to get a good recommendation, they will go and find somebody that can, somebody that they trust that can help them with that information. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So let's see anything else that you want to bring up or you know um i think i think you already covered a ton of the very important things on what you do and what we both uh, we both talked about the um, things that we both care about a great deal um right i i think the biggest thing you know we talked about a, a lot of things obviously but again it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning it's just make small changes that over time will make a big impact on your life um, and the lives of your, your friends, your family. You know, if you have a family, you know, you want them to be their, their best selves. You want them to be healthy. So making these little changes to add health is going to do a world of good. I agree with you. I agree. I think that, you know, we talked about that earlier, trying to boil the ocean makes us fail <laughs> and Yes. I mean, me. I mean, I know I've failed when I've decided we are going to do X for a month. And then, like, day 10, the kids are looking at me going, do we still have to do this? So right. small little itty-bitty things helps. And then you do the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. And then pretty soon, a year down the road, you're going, oh, look where we came from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that compound effect, doing little things every day compounds over the long term and you know 
whether it's losing weight or getting healthier, it's not going to happen overnight. It's, you know, little change, little change, big change. True statement. And that's no different than whether you want to learn to be a fantastic speaker or the best trainer or a tennis athlete or, you know, whatever. You have to do a little bit every day to get better. Mhm. Yes, indeed. Well, it is fantastic. Anything else you want to mention to our listeners today? We do have a little bit of time left. Um, you know, I I love doing wellness workshops as you know, and I love partnering with you and you know, other people that are like-minded and you know, for anyone who is interested in learning more information about you know, what it is that I do, you know, I would love to have you connect with me. I love building relationships with people and really, you know, offering people help with their health. Uh, I do a lot of um, complimentary consultations. As I said, I'm available to go into businesses um, for corporate lunch and learns or do healthy living workshops or just work with people one-to-one. You know, I'm on a lot of different social media, so I'm pretty easy to find. Why don't you tell us how to find you then? Okay. Well, great segue. You can um, find me on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Um, You can email me at sherry at sherryweller.com. And, you know, I am very good about getting back to people. You know, if anyone is interested in learning more about what I do, what I offer, I do offer, you know, complimentary samples. Um, I, I really... I love my business because it's a people business and I have the opportunity to, you know, help people every day with their health, with their well-being, and just really pay it forward. So that is really my mission is to, you know, help change the health and well-being of people all over the world. That is fantastic. And, you know, that's me too. I mean, I'm a health as wealth person and I really honestly believe that, being healthy doesn't have to be for those that are wealthy. You can really you can really do a lot of things even if you don't have a six-figure income in order to have healthy eating habits and have a healthy lifestyle. Well, especially if you see how much money people spend at Starbucks and at fast food. Um and as you mentioned, people eat out True all statement. the time. So it's just it's a matter of priority where you want to spend you know, your money. If your yep. health is a priority, you either spend your money now on better food or you spend it later on health care. And right now, I and mean, healthcare is the yeah. number one reason why people go bankrupt is on medication, on health care, because people are getting sick. And a lot of times, you know, these illnesses, maybe not preventable, but they can certainly be... Um, a little bit prevented by eating properly and having nutrition. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Well, you know, yes, we I think food is the best medicine. <laughs> oh, I agree. And actually, I um, when I did that class with um, uh, Troy a couple weeks ago, um, I showed everybody the book that I kind of get my ideas from. And it's called Food Pharmacy. It is one of the best books. Um, that I have read in a very long time about how you can use regular food to just to take care of inflammation or, you know, help you sleep. And I I drink cumin tea before I go to bed because sleeping is a problem for me. So I drink cumin Mm -hmm. tea, and cumin has so many vitamins and things in it that, you know, there's just so many things that we have regularly that are in our spice cabinet or in our refrigerator or, you know, growing in our gardens that that can help us out. Right. So, yeah, so both of us. I would much rather spend my money on spices and that type of thing. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm a a masticator. I'm not one of those girls that can eat smoothies, you know, every day. I'm not one of those people. I can't drink my food. I have to chew on it. So I would much rather eat food than take a pill. I hear you, although I do love my protein shakes. (laughs) Well, remember we made those uh, chocolate protein powder and coconut yogurt um, uh, little uh, puddings for everybody, and then dip strawberries yes. in it. Remember how good those are. And February, well, and is I here. still do it's that. Month. Yes, I still do that. It's delicious. 
There's so many things that you can do. Yes. Yes, yes. That was fantastic. Anyways, we have to wrap up for turning me on today. (laughs) Oh, yes. That was a lot of fun. And I think it was in my newsletter this month, too. So everybody should have that recipe now. Excellent. Anyways, let's. Let's wrap up. It looks like next week we're going to be joined by my very good friend, uh, Dr. Gilda, and we're going to talk about, and Sherry, you know Dr. Gilda too, and we're going to talk about how healthy, isn't she lovely, healthy eating and how you can, how, how healthy eating demonstrates loving yourself first, and then by loving yourself first and uh, you can really have great relationships. And since February is here, the month of love, we're going to do a whole uh, month of love segments. Doesn't that sound like fun? Oh, fantastic. That sounds awesome. And um, I encourage everyone to listen in to Dr. Gilda because she is fabulous. Fantastic. So we're going to wrap up here. So I am Chef Jennifer with Witnessing Nature and Food. Check out our website witnessingnature.net, like us on social media, and we will love you back. Bye for now. Thanks so much, Jennifer. Thank you. Too busy to cook? Don't want a grocery shop? Take back your life. Let Witnessing Nature and Food provide you and your family with eco-conscious, organic, tasty, nutritious meals. Headed by internationally trained chef Jennifer Johnson, you will enjoy the helpful food your body craves. Choose from meal prep, meal plans, catering, or cooking class services. Just go to witnessingnature.net. Witnessingnature.net. It's what's in the food that matters. Eat organic. Witnessing nature in everything.